Uh, good afternoon. This is the meeting of the executive committee of the San Francisco Arts Commission. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023. Uh, this is a remote meeting via video and teleconferencing. I am calling the meeting to order with the call of the roll. Okay. President Collins. Present. President means our vice president, Shioda. Okay, um, Commissioner Beltran is not here at the moment. And Commissioner Snare. Here. Okay, um, we do have quorum and staff members here as well. Our Director of Cultural Affairs, Ralph Remington, um, will be joining us shortly. Um, Deputy Director of Finance and Administration, Riley Kappapang. De Deputy Director of Programs, Joanne Lee, and Senior Administrative Analysis, Sandra Papino, are also present. Traka, I am here. Um, I was not let into the meeting until just now, so please count me oh. as attending. Yes, okay. Commissioner Beltran is here as well. Thank you. We welcome the first Executive Committee meeting of 2023. This executive committee meeting is scheduled for today, Friday, January 20th, in order to comply with budgetary transparency legislation, which requires two public budget meetings before February 14th. These two meetings must be held at least 15 calendar days apart. The second public budget presentation will be at the full commission meeting on February 6th. For additional information on the requirements of the budgetary transparency legislation, including noticing and timelines, please refer to Administrative Code Section 3.3. Routinely, the Executive Committee meetings are held on the fourth Wednesday of each month at 1 p.m. and generally last for about two hours. If the scheduled date falls on a holiday, the meeting will usually be rescheduled for the following or preceding week. Another announcement that I would like to bring to your attention is the authorization of California Government Code Section 54953-1 and the Mayor's 45th Supplement to her February 25th, 2020 Emergency Proclamation. This meeting will be held remotely without providing a physical location. During the coronavirus, COVID-19, public health emergency, the Executive Committee's regular meeting room, War Memorial Veterans Building Suite 125 is closed. Meetings of the Executive Committee will be convene, will convene remotely. Today, the Executive Committee meeting is being streamed using the WebEx platform and will allow for remote public comment. While this technology allows us to hold these meetings remotely, it may, it may not be as seamless as we would prefer. There will be gaps and delays as staff transition the technology between speakers. And please know that we are doing the best we can, and we ask for your patience as we all learn this new way of working together. Before I start, I'd like to remind us all about the policies and procedures for virtual meetings. 
at this meeting, we are bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set out in the Good Government Guide. For every item on the agenda, there is a space for public comment pertaining to that item. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. Lastly, a few virtual meeting housekeeping items. Commissioners and staff, if you have not already done so, please mute your microphones to minimize background noise. When you speak, you will have to unmute yourselves. Commissioners, please raise your hand to be recognized to speak or to ask a question if it is not already clear to me that you are the speaker. Also, please introduce yourself uh, when you speak so callers on the line know who's speaking. I will now turn over uh, this over to our Commission Secretary, Treka Lopez-White, for public comment instructions. Ms. White, Ms. Lopez-White, please. Sorry. For members of the public who wish to make public comment on items on the agenda, the phone number to call for public comments is 415-655-0001. The access code is 2486-505-8549, and the numeric passcode is 732212. You'll be prompted to press pound twice. Your line will be muted and you're able to hear the meeting, meeting in process. You may also make a public comment using the VIA WebEx link. When you click the VIA WebEx link, you'll be prompted to enter the following information, your first and last name and email address. These fields are required. However, they are, if you wish to remain anonymous, um, you may type in public in the first and last name fields and public at public.com in the email fields. Please make sure that you are in a quiet location and all your devices are muted so there is no echo when you're speaking. At the appropriate time, the chair will ask for public comments. For members of the public using WebEx link, please hover over your name and then click the raise, raise hand icon. This will put you in a public comment queue. When you call, when you're called on, you will see a window pop up on the screen to request to be unmuted. You click the unmute button. Now, for members who are calling by phone, you'll be prompted to press star three to use the public comment period opens. This will add you to the speaker line. When the system says you are being asked to unmute yourself, press star six. This is your time to speak. When the when your microphone is has been muted, you have been asked to state your name and make a comment. You are encouraged but not required to state your name. You will we will start your three minutes when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and you will receive an audible audible warning and then thirty seconds is up. When your time is up, I will say caller, your time is up. At this point, you'll be put on mute and moved back to the speaker line. Participants who wish to speak on public comments period can stay on the line to listen for the next public comment opportunity. We will pause for a brief closing public comment to ensure that there is no remaining commenters that are seeking to speak on items. 
Any individuals who speak on public comment period today's meeting can email a brief written summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less at art-info at sfgov.org. The summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-described word limit and is not accurate to the summary of the speaker public comment. Public comment instructions are also shared on the screen each public comment period as seen here. President Collins, please proceed when you are ready. Thank you. I would like to open this meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement. The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts and culture environment in San Francisco, we are committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community. I would like now to call on item number two, general public comment. General public comment, this is a discussion to allow members of the public to comment generally on matters within the committee's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the committee's consideration. Is there any general public comment? If you are listening to this meeting via web link, please raise your hand. If you are calling by phone, press star 3 to be put in the queue. Please press only once, pressing it more than once to remove you from the queue. The instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 2. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer if you are listening via WebEx. You will also get a 30-second audible warning. You may be muted once your time is up. Please put your hand down once you have spoken. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals who speak at public comment period today meeting can email a brief summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less at art info. Sorry, sorry, art hyphen info at sfgov.org. However, the e you, however, your summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-subscribed word limit and is not accurate to the summary of the speaker's comment. Checking for speakers. And I see no hands. Okay. There are no public comment at this time. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. I'll now call for item number three, the director's report. If you wish to make 
public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue, and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. I am now turning this over uh, to Director Ralph Remington for the director's report. Director Hi, everyone. Uh, nice to see all your faces. Uh, I'm in uh, New York City uh, on a series of meetings and, and visits. It's been uh, a fantastic trip that I'll fill you in on in detail when I when I return. Um, I so I hope the first few weeks of 2023 are off to a wonderful start for each of you. I'm sorry I can't see your faces, so it's a little disconcerting, but because um, I'm on our on our phones. But uh, we are just a few days away from the start of the year, the rabbit. So I'd also like to wish you all a happy, safe, and prosperous uh, lunar new year. So for this month's executive committee meeting, I have the following high level updates that I'd like to share. And I, I think you uh, heard some of this, but I, I came into the meeting a little later uh, after uh, President Collins had started. So uh, I'll just go ahead. Uh, the city attorney's office uh, recently issued a memorandum uh, summarizing updated rules for in-person meetings of city boards, commissions, and advisory bodies beginning March 1st, 2023 upon termination of the mayor's COVID-19 emergency orders. All public body meetings will be required to return to an in-person format, and members of commissions will no longer be able to attend remotely, even if sick or have had an exposure to COVID. Uh, remote public comment will also no longer be required, except for people who request a reasonable accommodation. Full commission meetings will continue to meet in person at City Hall. We will meet, work closely with staff to ensure a smooth transition back to in-person meetings for our subcommittee meetings in room 125 of the War Memorial uh, uh, Veterans Building. The mayor recently announced the launch of storm relief programs to support small businesses and residents impacted by flooding from the recent winter storms. In response and support of this effort, we are working closely with Grants for the Arts to establish a special storm relief fund to provide financial support for San Francisco artists and arts organizations. Details are still being finalized and we will share them with you as soon as information is available. Uh, I'm happy to also share that we have just launched the Native American Arts and Cultural Traditions Special Grant category. Applications will be due on February 13th, 2023. As a reminder, this is a regranting program created to address emerging and existing needs within the arts ecosystem of the San Francisco Native American communities. The grant period will run from July 1st, 2023 to June 30th, 2024. Some gallery updates. A reminder that our current main gallery exhibition, Sewing Worlds, is on view through Saturday, February 11th, 2023. Uh, staff have organized a series of wonderful program, public programs and events and workshops over the next few weeks. Uh, we are also preparing to open our new exhibition in City Hall on February 2nd, The Power of Creativity and Community, in partnership with Art with Elders that will feature over 90 original paintings and drawings made by local seniors. Uh, please save the date and join us for the opening reception on Thursday, February 2nd, 2023, from 5 to 7 p.m. in the North Light Court. I also want to say that uh, I'm out here in New York, and one of the things that I did was uh, attend uh, Carolina Aranaba Fernandez's first solo show. 
and um, as our own uh, director of galleries and public programs. And it was wonderful. It was a great turnout. Uh, she was fantastic. The work is beautiful. So uh, that was also very, very uh, thrilling and um, and fulfilling. And also, felt, I felt very proud that uh, our very own Carolina uh, had her first solo show here in New York, So and it went over so well. So just to update you on that a little bit. Uh, public art updates, uh, and finally, uh, to share with you a quick update about the Pier 27 Cruise Terminal Project. We recently closed the request for proposals on Friday, January 13th, and I'm thrilled to share that we received over 140 submittals for that call. So I look forward to sharing additional details about these updates at our full commission meeting on February 6th. And with that, this concludes my January 2023 Executive Committee Director's Report. Thank you, and I'm happy to take any questions you may have. Thank you, Director Remington. I'm now calling for commission discussion or comments on the director's report. Um, I'm gonna just chime in because I'm so not quick at getting my little hand up, that icon. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you, Director Remington. You continue to be this incredible ambassador for our work and our staff and our artists and what we do. And um, just last night I was at Fog and um, was walking in the entrance and there were stacks of the uh, print version of the Gazette and a huge article with um, Leslie Show's piece was on the cover about the Central Subway and I couldn't be more proud. We're getting the word out on all of our accomplishments and, and I'm thrilled. And I'm, I know the whole commission is thrilled. And I shared that, and I'll share that with all the commissioners. I, I actually got an online version of the article. It all completely flattering, <laughs> except I think they got the number we spent on the art wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't spend $40 million on the art. <laughs> I wish. It may also add that, you know, it's, it's wonderful to see our director connecting with his, with his colleagues. You know, and and I know that uh, they're brewing wonderful ideas for us to collaborate on some very, very powerful ways in which art can be transformative. We all need that. And so thank you very much for uh, that extended ambassadorial role that you're playing, Director Remington. Any other you comments from the that. commissioners or discussion? Uh, I was yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, um, uh, you're welcome, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to do it. Uh, I feel very humbled and privileged to be in this role, and it's, it's. I, I really appreciate the thanks and the praise. I really do, and uh, but I, I just don't know any other way to do it, and it's what I'm here to do. You know, if I'm not doing this, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So, uh, but I, I enjoy it, uh, and and more and more more fully. I love lifting up all of these folks that need to be lifted up and need to be given a platform and people need to see their work and need to see who they are. And um, who better to do that than me in this role? So I'm just uh, really humbled and, and privileged that, that you guys have uh, um, saw fit to put me in this position. Commissioner Schneer? Yes, thank you. Um... Uh, Director Remington, that uh, I think we all <laughs> agree profusely on how you're uh, uh, how you're projecting and and coordinating and relationship building with all these other uh, arts uh, uh, government 
arts groups around the country. And I can't wait to see where this all goes. And particularly as we go into our uh, strategic plan, it's going to be, I think, very exciting. And you'll have lots of wonderful information to bring to us as we go through that process. I also wanted to say thank you for all the photos of the Nick Cage show, because it's really, it was fun to be able to see all of those. And it looks incredible. And I don't know how to do my hand here on That's okay. the iPad. I'm sorry, I'm having I'm sure I'm my hands are working, but I just wanted to leave room for Commissioner Shiota in case um, she has any comments. Yeah, I just want to echo what everyone else said, but uh, and and also, you know, I just read an article this morning, and it was about the meeting of the governors, and really the conversation on everybody's lips is, what do you do with the downtown? that people aren't going to return to, right? And um, so, I, you know, again, I do think that this is a key time for artists and, and arts organizations and their champions and advocates like, like Director Remington to lead the charge in the remaking of this landscape that, you know, is not going to come back to the form, in the form that it did pre, you know, 2018. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's fantastic. And this is your this is it. This is what you're here to do, right? I can see it. It's it's a it's a, it's a mission, it's a legacy, it's a, it's your passion. It's um really, you know, your meaning and um how lucky are we uh all the way around that you found that we you know, it, it that that you are the you are the person. So, it's great. Thank you. If I can add on to that, um, I, I, Janine very well said, um, but also uh, we were at a, a SPUR event last night, uh, my husband and I, and one of the main topics, of course, was about the downtown. And, um, you know, obviously we all feel very strongly that the arts needs to be a major part of the rebuilding of downtown. But the thing that, um, um, Alicia said that was, um, I think, really right on and something for all of us to think about is the fact that what we're going to be in the future, we don't know yet. And we can think outside the box, but the tools we've used in the past in order to move forward, those tools aren't going to work anymore. We need new tools. And so not only do we have to think outside the box, but we have to create tools outside the box in order for us to get to where we want to go um, in terms of revitalizing the downtown. And I think particularly as we go into our strategic plan, that that is an interesting thought and concept to keep in mind as we're developing where to go and how to do it. Yeah, and thank you for focusing. I think this is a part of a larger plenary discussion that uh, the context of strategic planning may enable that needing to use new tools that are from outside the box. That might be the title of our strategic plan. Anyway, thank you, uh, commissioners. Are there any other comments on the director's report? Um, seeing none, um, is there any public comment on item number three, the director's report? Okay, if you are listening to this meeting via web, via, via web link, please raise your hand. 
If you are calling by phone, press star 3 to be put in the queue. Please press only once. Pressing more than once will remove you from the queue. The instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 3. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking and you will see a visual timer. If you are listening via web, um, WebEx, you will get a 30 second audible warning. You will be muted once your time is up. Please put your hands down after you've spoken. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals during public speaking comments today's period can email a brief summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less at art-info at sfgov.org. However, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-described word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's public comment. And now looking for any public comments. Hands. Okay. There are no public comments at this time. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. I'm now calling item number four, the Arts Commission Fiscal Year 2023-2024 and 2024-2025 draft budget. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. This is item number four, the Arts Commission fiscal year 2023-2024, 2024-2025 draft budgets. The uh, discussion and possible motion is to approve the proposed fiscal year 2023-2024 and 2024-2025 Arts Commission budgets. I would now like to introduce Deputy Director of Finance and Administration, Rally Katapang. Okay. Good afternoon, President Collins, Vice President Shioda, and Commissioners. Are you able to see my presentation? Okay. okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you for having us here today to present our budget proposal for fiscal year 24 and fiscal year 25. Here's a summary of our presentation. First, we'll do an overview of the budget process. Then we'll go over the mayor's budget instructions and the current budget environment. Then we'll walk, then we'll walk about revenues and expenses. We'll walk through revenues and expenses and finally discuss about budget priorities. We're currently at the department phase of the budget process where our agency is required to assess our needs and develop our budget. As part of this phase, we are required to conduct two public meetings to solicit for priorities contained in our budget submission. This presentation is the first of two required public meetings. The second will be during the February full commission meeting. We have been instructed by the mayor's budget office to submit our department budget with mandatory cuts in general fund support to help address the projected budget shortfall. I do want to note that as the agency's reliance on general fund support 
has gone down since the passage of Prop E, this will have a minimal effect to our overall department budget. After we submit our budget in late February, the mayor's office can make further changes based on her policy priorities for the art sector before introducing the mayor's proposed budget in June. The Board of Supervisors will conduct budget hearings in the same month, and the final budget will be signed by the mayor around July or August. As you may have read in the news, the city is projected to have over a 728 million budget deficit in the next two fiscal years. This deficit is due to a loss of federal aid and weakening revenue outlook due to lingering effects of the pandemic and shift to hybrid work. The city also has higher base wages for employees and growing healthcare costs. This year's mayor's budget instructions involves a 5% cut in general fund support in fiscal year 24 and 8% in fiscal year 25. The mayor has asked us to fill vacancies for core city services with a focus on efficiency and support of economic recovery. On this slide, you will see our budget revenues. Our general fund, our general fund will be flat in fiscal year 24 and 25 due to target cuts. However, our overall operating budget will increase in, 50, in fiscal year 24 and 25 to 30 and 31 million respectively due to projected increases in hotel tax revenues. As hotel taxes recover, we are projected to have 10% increase, a 10% increase in fiscal year 24 and 25 and beyond. This means continued growth in our ability to support our individual artists and arts organization. Our overall budget will decrease in fiscal year 24 and 25 due to the one-time nature of previous allocations of capital funds for seismic retrofits at AAACC and MCCLA. As mentioned, after the passage of Prop E in 2018, the Art Commission's budget has become highly dependent on hotel tax receipts. In, pre in previous years, growth in our hotel tax allocation was possible due to a general fund backfill thanks to the mayor's office. However, starting fiscal year 24, our hotel tax revenue growth will solely be funded by hotel tax collections. In this graph, you will see continued growth in our hotel tax funds. In the current year, fiscal year 23, we are still receiving around $1 million in general fund backfill, but in the out years, that support is no longer needed. Moving on to expenditures, community investments is projected to grow incrementally in the next two fiscal years. Overall, our operating budget is stable with some growth. You'll see some fluctuations in our cultural center capital investments and collections funding, and I'll talk more about that in the next two slides. In fiscal year 24, we will request to fund HVAC, um, HVAC systems um, at MCCLA and roof replacement for the Bayview, Bayview Opera House, as well as relocation for SOMARTS. 
Moving on to collections. Up until fiscal year 20, we received around 750,000 annually to fund maintenance and conservation for our civic art collection, which is estimated to be worth around $100 million. This includes structural assessment and reinforcement of artworks and monuments that may pose a public safety risk, as well as restoration of pieces at risk of loss. Based on our cost model, it takes around 1.5 million to take care of our collection annually. However, as you will see in the graph, our collection and maintenance budget was heavily cut in the last couple of years. In our budget submission, we will be advocating for the city to increase our collections budget after several years of cuts. Among the monuments most in need of reinforcement are the Dewey Monument in Union Square and our spider pelt installation at the Moscone Garage. We have several strategic priorities in fiscal year 24. This includes working on our strategic plan, supporting city efforts for downtown recovery, and exploring a merger with GFTA. Our equity efforts will focus on continued increase in our grant support for artists and arts organizations and implementation of MMAC recommendations. In calendar year 2022, the agency hired or promoted around half of our current staff. We are on track to fill all, all vacant positions by the end of the fiscal year and hope to maintain full staffing through fiscal year 24. We will continue to invest in staff training to improve our ability, and we will continue to, in, to invest in staff training to improve our ability to provide core city services. Thank you. That concludes our budget presentation. We are happy to answer any questions you may have at this time. I'm now calling upon uh, any commissioners. I'm seeing Commissioner Schneer's hand up. So why don't you start and let's see who else wants to follow. Thank you, Commissioner Schneer. Right, thanks. And like I said, I don't know what happened to the hand here on the oh, iPad. I'm used to doing it, it on the see it. Okay, great. Anyway, um, yeah, one of my biggest questions, uh, Raleigh, is the fact that we have, you know, we're planning on increases due to the hotel tax collections, yet we don't know how much more things are going to be improving to uh, allow for that 10% increase each year. So my question to you is, how did you uh, come up with this? And are you, how did you come up with this idea of the 10% increase each year? And what, what, what uh, information is that based on? Sure, um, Commissioner Schneer. Um, so this um, projection um, is um, done by this controller's office. So these numbers are actually given to us by the um, controller's office and the, the mayor's budget office. So these are, um, you know, numbers that, you know, they put together based on actual collections of hotel taxes in the last, um, you know, up to, I think the last um, quarter, so up to December. So, um, you know, surprisingly, every, all of, you know, a lot of the revenue sources for the city have, you know, kind of trended downward, but, uh, hotel and sales tax are actually going on a opposite, you know, um, um, opposite way. And I guess we're, you know, lucky in, in, in that regards that, you know, the fund source that we're most reliant on is trending upwards. Okay. Okay. 
let, let's hope it continues. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. Know, uh, Commissioner Schneer, I appreciate your, your note of caution. One of the things that we're really figuring out is what's happening in the larger framework of San Francisco. Um, our, our central business district is uh, certainly as we can, we can see it, correct? But it also a lot of the business is being pushed out into other parts of the city. And so uh, I think that revenue capture that uh, Deputy Director Catapang is talking about from the controller's office is in fact a, a larger framework. And I do think that it is something because it is so central to our revenues that it does require very close examination and very close monitoring. And so I think from a commission's perspective, we would like, um, and through Director Remington, you know, to continue to push, you know, those assumptions. Um, they are essential to our revenue picture. Um, and Deputy Director Katapang is a captive of what the controller's office and what the budget offices are providing. But we're allowed, I think, to at least um, better understand that picture that you were you were raising. Any other thank comments you. from the Director Remington, please? Yes, thank 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 you, President Collins. Uh, I uh, I definitely agree with what you said, and and I, I uh, applaud uh, Commissioner Schneider's question. Um, we um, we're definitely looking at that. Of, of course, have a close eye on that as staff. Um, rest assured that uh, the controller's office is very conservative in these matters, and so they're not overestimating. You know that they they tend to go the other way. So if we're getting these these kind of numbers, it's very um, ensuring uh, for our future. So we just keep our fingers crossed. But they give us the conservative estimate. They never give us the the, the rosy estimate uh, because they're they're even more cautious than we are. So so anyway, just to let you know, Commissioner Beltran, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you, President Collins. Um, I, I wanted to actually um, speak to what you were just asking about and what Director Remington just said. Um, when I was privileged to be the director of um, the commission, I actually work very closely with Ben Rosenfeld, and he's brilliant. <laughs> and he has a fantastic record of always being right <laughs> in terms of, you know, the projections in the past. And, you know, he, he's in the, been in the job forever. Um, and he's just an, we are so honored and privileged and lucky to have him at the helm of our finances as a city. Um, as a side, I also wanted to mention that, first of all, I'm, I don't want to say thrilled, that's the wrong name, that's the wrong word, but I'm very pleased to, to see that the decreases are all less than 10%. Because um, during the time that I was overseeing the commission, we were like facing 10 and 12% decreases because of our budget. Yeah, and you're, you're nodding, <laughs> Commissioner Shiota and Commissioner Schneer. And so I was actually like, I was kind of really like anxious about what the budget was going to look like. And secondly, particularly about the hotel tax, having gone through COVID and seeing how that really devastated our, our tax coffers. Um, but secondly, I wanted to say that because of sort of like the reaction after COVID of people wanting to travel, 
San Francisco continuing to be this incredibly popular destination and, you know, things like what we're doing with the Central Subway are attracting even more people to come here, that I'm not surprised that the hotel tax revenues are actually projected to increase and that we're not going to rely on sort of that um, backfill from the city. I had, you know, the fortunate experience of being in downtown um, Union Square multiple times over the last couple of months. And there are a ton of people there, you know, and it's like it's overrun with tourists or tons of people. It's actually I actually got to stay in a hotel room and um, on New Year's Eve. And it is, you know, it is literally like pre-COVID and, and that which is great to see, um, you know, to, to and that also, you know, trickles down to restaurants and and sort of generally maybe not so much in the retail especially what's going on in the retail around Union Square and along Market Street. But certainly in terms of, you know, tourist stays, those, you know, and the fact that airlines can't even keep up with, you know, um, bookings, that all is very favorable for us in terms of our revenues. Any other commissioner comment? Commissioner Shiota, just in case you, um, are you, are you, are you ready for us to move? Thank you. WebEx doesn't always work, and we're sometimes in transition. <laughs> um, seeing no further commissioner comment, may I now ask for any public comment on uh, Deputy Director Catapang's report? Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Excuse me. I, I forgot to add that I wanted to thank you, um, Randy, because. What a fantastic job. I know how hard that is wrangling the budget and um, really, really appreciate all your hard work on this. It's so complicated. Yeah, yeah I'd like to uh, 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 reiterate ditto on that because uh, I, it is very difficult. And I think you've been very clever in how you work things around with having to cut yet being able to serve the communities that it's so important for us to serve. So hats off for coming up with all that. Thank you. Welcome. May I now ask for any public comment? Is there any public comment on item number four, the fiscal year 2023-2024-2025 draft budgets? Um, Commissioner Collins, President Collins, I believe that we need to respond to a motion or do we do that after public comment because it's um, right after you discussions with commissioners on the you know help me out here because um if i should uh call for a motion now uh, may i have a motion um and a second to uh, approve the uh report of director deputy director catapang uh so move um uh president collins are we approving the report and approving the budget I'm not sure. I, I believe that we're approving the report because I, if you could help me out, uh, yes. Deputy Director, we are moving this on to the commission for action. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. So we are essentially adopting and approving the report so that then it goes in proper format into the uh, formal approval process by the commission. Thank you so much for that clarification. I so move. Uh, Commissioner Beltran. And I second Commissioner Schneer. Now, do we need any public comment on this? Yes. 
If you are listening to this meeting um, via web link, please raise your hand. If you are calling by phone, press star 3 to be put in the queue. Please press only once since, removing, since pressing it more will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 4. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see visual timer if you are listening via WebEx. You will also receive a 30-second audible warning. You will be muted once your time is up. Please put your hand down after you have spoken. You may stand in line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals who speak during public comments at today's meeting can email a brief summary of the comment to be included in the minutes. If it is 150 words or less, to art-info at sfgov.org. However, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or is not accurate to the summary of the speaker's public comment. Okay. I am looking for public comments at this time. And I see no hands raised. Okay. Um, I see no public comment. Public comment is now closed. Thank you. And if there's no dis further discussion, I request a roll call vote for the approval of the fiscal 2023-2024 and 2024-25 Arts Commission budget. Mm -hmm. Okay, President Collins? Aye. Vice President Shioda? Aye. Commissioner Beltran? Aye. And Commissioner Snare? Aye. Okay. Motion passed anonymously. Thank you. I would now like to call item number five, the amendment to the San Francisco Symphony contract. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number five is the amendment to the San Francisco Symphony con uh, contract. This is discussion and possible motion. To amend contract ID number 1000022139 to the San Francisco Symphony authorized by resolution number 0607-21-143 on June 7, 2021 to increase the contract by $248,000 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into a contract not to exceed $7,787,891 at this time pursuant to Section 16.1061 of the City Charter, which states that the Arts Commission is required to allocate funds from the ad annual ad valorem tax as allocated under the annual budget and appropriation ordinance to support a municipal symphony. I would now like to introduce Deputy Director of Programs, Joanne Lee, um, and uh, for uh, the report, uh, Deputy Director Lee. Yes, thank you, President Collins, and good afternoon, Commissioners. Um, as President Collins just said, the 
Arts Commission is required to um, allocate these funds uh, for the Municipal Symphony, i.e. the San Francisco Symphony. And so due to an increase in the ad valorem taxes this year, we are asked, we are requesting um, this amendment to increase their fiscal year 22 to 23 contract. Um, as you will recall, these funds do support free um, virtual programs and outdoor concerts, as well as the live performances in Davies Symphony Hall. Um, and the San Francisco Arts Commission is listed as a co-sponsor of 12 concerts. Um, and that also includes the free public concert at Stern Grove each year. Um, I'm, that's pretty much my report. I'm happy to take any questions. Are there any uh, commissioner discussions or comments? Hi, uh, this is Commissioner Beltran speaking. Um, thank you so much, um, Deputy Director Lee. Uh, is there um, is there agreement with the San Francisco Symphony about this increase? Yes, there is. Okay, that was my only question. <laughs> and a very apt question. Thank you for asking. Are there any other? Um, Commissioner, a discussion or comments? I would now like to call for a motion. Um, so yeah. move, Beltran. Thank you. Second, second Schneer. Moved and seconded by. Um, now, may I have any public comment on item number five, the amendment to the San Francisco Symphony contract? If you are listening to this meeting via web link, please raise your hand. If you are calling by phone, press star 3 to be put in the queue. Please press only once. Pressing it more will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 5. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see visual timer listening in the via WebEx. You will get a 30-second audible warning. You will be muted once your time is up. Please put your hand down after you have spoken. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals who speaks during public comment period at today's meeting can email a brief summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less at arts-info at sfgov.org. However, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-subscribed word limit or is not accurate to the summary of the public speaker comment. Okay. And now looking for public comments. Okay. Um, there is no public comments at this time. Public comment item is now closed. If there is no further discussion, I will now request for a roll call vote for the approval to amendment um, to the amendment of the San Francisco Symphony contract. Okay. Um, Commissioner, mean President Collins. Aye. Okay. Vice President Shioda. Aye. Commissioner Beltran. Aye. And Commissioner Snare. Aye. Thank you. And motion passed anonymously. Thank you.
I'm now calling item number six, which is the racial equity updates. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue, and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number six is our racial equity updates and discussion. I now would like to introduce senior race and equity, I'm sorry, senior race, racial equity and policy analyst, Sandra Pinopio. Just a short update. I, I'm calling um, for, yes, I need that report. You ready? Yes, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we can now, thank okay. you. All right, thank you. Good afternoon, commissioners. Happy New Year, happy Lunar New Year. Um, I have just a quick racial equity update as per our equity plan, this is what happens um, quarterly, I believe, and whenever I'm asked to come in. So just a quick update on where we're at right now um, in terms of where we are for racial equity plans and planning for this upcoming year. Um, in the past, one, a few of the things that we've been working on um, and that we have shared a few times in different meetings is our hiring and recruitment. So I believe it was also mentioned in the budget um, presentation earlier, but we are ramping up. We have hired a number of people, have um, a number of internal promotions, but also hired a significant number of people of color. I'm currently working with um, our DHR representative to really analyze and um, to, to really analyze our past recruitment and applicant data, which is really important um, because it's, it's, it's important to understand who is applying, what the numbers look like, what are the backgrounds and demographics of people to help us with future um, decision-making and strategic um, planning in terms of where we wanna outreach to when, when new positions come up. And then, um, as you also know, in the past year, we have completed um, the first phase of the Monuments and Memorials Advisory Committee, and we're currently finalizing the report. So we are seeking funds right now for a second phase that will focus deeper um, on community engagement and a racial equity audit for the collection. And hopefully along with that, with funding, we'll be able to um, have temporary art activations. Can I go to the slide, please? Okay, so our priorities for this year are really ensuring an equity-centered strategic planning process. And what that means is really looking at racial equity and then other forms of accessibility and equity um, to ensure that our, our planning and our future is acknowledging these really significant um, things that we have to look at uh, as an agency and as a city, particularly when it comes to the arts. So we will be continuing our um, internal racial equity action plan, which has hiring recruitment um, and different sec sections in accordance to uh, workplace culture and also the work that we engage with also within the commission in terms of like our equity practices. It's really important based on these num the number of um, upcoming programming for the strategic plan, also for the monuments and memorials work, and also for um, the community investments allocations that we really look at creating a meaningful community engagement process. This is something that 
we do well enough as an agency, but now we have to really look at what that looks like in the future when we're talking about standardized plans, how we're talking to communities, who are we talking to, who is who have we missed in the past, and really um, forming a a strategic and standard avenue to do that, um, particularly with all the opportunities we are going to have in the future to be working with uh, all the communities that we serve in San Francisco. And again, it is a priority for us to explore the next phase of the monuments and memorials work and can't stress it enough. We need funding for this in order to do that. Um, and from an equity perspective too, it's what everyone in the, the nation is really looking at right now. Um, so we're hoping to apply for funding uh, from all, all kinds of foundations and opportunities to support this work that is really important on the national scale. And that concludes my report. I'm open to any questions. Thank you. Are there any commissioner um, discussion points or comments on uh, uh, Director uh, Pinopio's report? This is uh, Commissioner Shiota. I just wanted to thank you for all the hard work and um, and I like the uh, meaningful community engagement. You know, I know that you guys are you you guys and gals and everyone are being very very thoughtful and meticulous and um, diving very deep into all these topics that are not easy things to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so I appreciate that San Francisco. Um, and all the different departments and, you know, this one in particular started, uh, you know, lots of conversations and that you guys, you, you all try to thoughtfully just delve into it head on and not do something as a, as a snap, uh, reaction and are trying to make a, a, a very blanket, um, inclusive and and um like a very citywide policy so yeah we're um funding wise um are you are you gonna apply for grants or or from from bigger foundations or or um partner with other nonprofits or or what's the strategy there Thank you. The strategy right now for for grants is um, we have been invited to apply for particular grants at the moment, um, and we are looking into that. Um, there is, I, I believe, um, having gone to different conferences amongst the staff, there are other foundations and opportunities that we are looking into. So uh, we are open. Um, if any commissioners have any other ideas of. <laughs> Of people who want to give money, um, we are open to it, but we are lucky. I, I do believe that this is a significant point in time. Um, for example, one of the grants that we are applying to is a Mellon from the Mellon Foundation. Um, it is the Monuments Grants, which is a, um, a presidential initiative for, from them that started about two or three years ago. So it is a rolling process, but it's invite only. So we are looking into that. I believe, um, uh, President Collins, I don't know if I'm wrong, Please. but that was the um, foundation that funded the restoration of the Diego Rivera at the Art Institute. Um, so that's a, a good resource to be looking at. 
I, I would also like to um, thank you very much. You know, the work of the Monuments and Memorials Task Force uh, seems like it's found a home. And it's within the framework of what has been developed, you know, over these many years now, or I should say over these years. Um, and it's nice to have a context in which this can go because the expectations have been raised. Um, and, the, and I would like to say that the hopes or the expectations for justice associated with how we represent our city is very high. And it's centered very much, you know, in the trachea of the Rec and Park Department within the Arts Commission and within uh, the Human Rights Commission. So I think we're in, in, a, good, in a good spot, especially with the, those three leaders who are deeply committed to this work. And so not only does this fall within the Arts Commission, but I think that Director Remington has other colleagues within the city framework that are uh, pushing towards the same sort of goal. And, um, and again, I think each one of these, these ideas here, the, each one of the four points of our 2023 priorities certainly are elevated in the context of our strategic planning. So I'm very, very pleased that, again, that each one of them has a place, but also that you help to bring accountability and transparency so that there is um, clarity around what we're doing um, and that it has a landing spot. I also saw recently in a city, I just read the article where the notion of forced removal is being looked at from the perspective of a monument or a memorial. And that really does speak so much to the erasure that has happened over our history and the need to restore that erasure into fact and take it you know, into something that is tangible and actionable and respecting, you know, the histories that have, 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 have been close to erasure. Uh, this is extremely important work uh, and it's, we're fortunate that it's not getting lost. Thank you. Are there any other uh, commissioner comments or discussion on a, a senior racial equity and policy analyst Sandra Panopio's report? Um, I, oh, please. Um, sorry to interrupt you again, <laughs> Commissioner Collins. Oh. I'm not sure if you can see me on on because because you're on your phone. But I just wanted to say um, a, a very deep gratitude to you because I know that you've served for a long time on the monuments and memorials work, and it's just been really impressive what what you have been able and and your group has been able to accomplish. And it's really the fruits been of that work. very very much led um, by our team here at SF. AC. Our director is absolutely passionate about this. We have been working with a team that has kept us on point. We're all looking forward to the first report, as uh, Sandra Pinopio mentioned, that is forthcoming. Um, and it will, I think, turn up the temperature. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet, but we know that uh, to expect something that will be very provocative. And again, one of the things that we know is that they're already exploring phase two because you know this first phase um, is the clarion, but it is not necessarily the work. So um, more to be folded into this big strategic plan that we've got going on. It's a mammoth job. And so exciting. And you know, we as a city and as an agency have been a pioneer in that turnaround. Um, and I couldn't be more proud. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you for everybody involved in that. And I also thank Director Remington that these comments should really be heard by or at least recorded, you know, into our next meeting of the uh, M&M Task Force. Um, they, they need to know that their, their efforts are, are being heard and being seen and that there is action that is behind, uh, the, you know, the, the planning. So I, I hope that we can convey that also to your fellow directors, because I don't have an eye into what's going on at Rec Park, nor in the HRC. And I hope that they are uh, equally committed, you know, to voicing this and elevating it and keeping it elevated. Uh, okay, is there any public comment now on uh, the racial equity report? Um, direct, uh, President uh, Collins, <laughs> Director Remington has a comment. He's raising oh, his hand. Oh, please. Thank, thank you, Commissioner, uh, Commissioner J.D. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, President Collins. Thank you, J.D. Uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, so I, um, a couple things. The, the, so the Monuments uh, Task Force or Monuments Memorials uh, Committee, the, the job of that committee was to, uh, what we were hoping to get out of that and what we did get out of that was to establish guidelines. Uh, guidelines that we would uh, recommend to the mayor going forward. Uh, at that point, at the, or at this point that we are now, we'll take those guidelines to the mayor as we're preparing to put that together and then take it to the mayor. And then the mayor will have her input. And then at that point, that will decide whatever we're going to do with this, whether we're moving ahead, whether we stop in our tracks, whether we rethink, whether we push forward and how aggressively or non-aggressively we'll move forward. So that all rests with the mayor and the mayor's office uh, from the time of presentation of the guidelines. So just to give you an idea, so I don't want to raise expectations. I want to uh, manage those expectations and make sure that everyone is on the same sheet of music and knowing what we're doing. Thank you for that. Um... That comment, Director Remington. May I now call for any public comment on item number six, the racial equity update? If you are listening to this meeting via web link, please raise your hand. If you are calling by phone, press star three to be put in the queue. Please press only once. Pressing it more than once will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. Make sure instructions. Can we get the slide to move to the? Yep, perfect. Thank you. Um, we are currently on item six. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking, and you will see a visual timer. If you are listening via WebEx, you would get you will get a thirty-second audible warning, and you'll be muted once your time is up. Please put your hand down after you have spoken. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals who speaks during public comment period at today's meeting can email a brief summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. However, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-subscribed pre word limit or 
is not an accurate summary of the public of the speaker's public comment. Um, now I am looking for public comments, and I see no public comments. There's no public comments. Public comments are now closed. Thank you very much. I am now calling item number seven, new business and announcements. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number seven, new business and announcements. This item is to allow commissioners to introduce new agenda items for consideration to report on recent art activities and to make announcements. I am now asking for any commissioner discussion and comments on item number seven, new business and announcements. I'm seeing Director Beltran. Uh, thank you, uh, President Collins and Chair Collins. The first thing I wanted to say was I am so thrilled, as I know the rest of our um, committee is, to have you at the helm. So, yay. <laughs> um, as both our president and as chair of this executive committee leading us forward, um, I, I'm just absolutely thrilled. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is um, as I, um, I'm hoping as I collect these um, sort of announcements that we find in the press about how our agency is getting such great sort of publicity and media exposure of what we're doing that we're able to sort of collect them in, in um, Director Remington um, with uh, um, who with um, Coma um, and whoever our new marketing person is so that we can really leverage that. That's all, thanks. I'm also seeing Commissioner uh, Schneer's hand raised. Yes, I also, um, I think I will ditto uh, Commissioner Beltran on uh, thanking you and welcoming you. We're very pleased um, to have you at the helm and looking forward to your leadership. Um, I did want to say that um, having gone to uh, the FOG Art Fair, and I know uh, Commissioner Beltran has also gone, I really urge everybody to uh, get over there and take a look. There's some really wonderful, wonderful artwork there. But even more important, there's some wonderful, wonderful programs that go on uh, today, tomorrow, Sunday, um, that uh, are very thoughtful about what's going on in the art world. And um, I think that uh, we can all benefit from it. So if you have a chance, um, go check it out. And that's it. Do we, uh, Commissioner Shiota's hand is raised. Yes, thank you, Chair Collins. Um, uh, I just wanted to actually, uh, give kudos to um, Commissioner Beltran because there's so much work that's getting recognized now that she really uh, was on the forefront of and went through, as she said, like a decade of, of meetings and progress and panels and advocacy and, um, you know, uh, Dorka Keene and Jessica Silverman are not on uh, the commission anymore, but these those those three together, I thought you two that you three were like this trio of of power, you know, these powerhouses um, that really uh, stepped up the artist pools, the uh, panel pools, the 
um, knowledge base, the outreach. So, um, so I think a lot of um, it, it's it's on your backs that a lot of this is now coming to 3D fruition. So, and I've thought that many, many times, and you know, just I'm I'm pretty in awe of of your um, how how steadfast you are. Uh, you know, you're a teacher, so you're bringing up the next generation. You're an advocate for your students. I see the the glint in your eye when you talk about their shows. Yes, and and when you see them succeed and get into like a new artist, you bring them into a pool, and then they get a show. And so you know, you're 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 on all levels um, of of arts, just making it better. So um, so all this press, I hope it's very personal to you because, you know, you, you touched all of it. So, so thank you um, because you rock. Thank yeah. you. May, may and, I and also ask yeah. to make a comment about, I know this is not the appropriate. Sorry. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> My phone rings just when, okay. Okay, um, perhaps being out of order, but um, Commissioner Belchin, would you make a comment about Larry Thomas, please? Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, um, our, our um, I'm sorry, it's it's hard because he's, uh, as, as President Collins and I know, he's an incredibly beloved figure. Um, Larry Thomas passed away um, a few weeks ago after serving very, very, um, a very lengthy career, both as an artist and um, as uh, a leader in the San Francisco Art Institute community. He was a longtime, absolutely beloved professor uh, who also was an enormously talented um, printmaker and really inspired so many artists that he, who he taught and um, who saw his work in the, his field and was lauded and had his work in major collections all over the world. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, he, he passed away and that, and we all hope that there is going to be a proper tribute to him and um, what he gave to this world. And I would also like to say, you know, that Larry, when I was uh, chair of the board of the Art Institute, came into the position of interim president uh, it was a, an extremely delicate and important time in the history of the Institute, but it also speaks to um, him as both an artist and as, uh, as an educator. He was also, I think, one of the first awardees of the Sika Award from SF MoMA. So that's how far back you wow. know, his legacy really registers. I hope that we have a chance to do something from our own initiation that, that goes into the Larry Thomas uh, legacy. I don't know what his association was with the Arts Commission, but he influenced virtually um, an entire set of generations um, and was one of the finest human beings I ever had a chance to work with. I miss him deeply, loved him tremendously. He and I worked side by side for those years and I'll never forget the elegance of his signature on every single document that he signed. I always made sure that I signed first because when diplomas were issued, um, both the president and the 
chair of the board had to sign it. And Lord knows I never wanted to sign after Larry. Perfect <laughs> signature every single time. Complete control of every line. But it shows you the delicacy of his insignia and what he really um, gave to every diploma a piece of art. Thank you, President Collins. And I, you know, I actually had forgotten that where I first met President Collins was when he was serving on the board of the San Francisco Art Institute <laughs> many, many years ago. And I appreciate your service and your leadership. And you are right. Um, the time when uh, Larry Thomas took over was very, very fractious. And, um, and he was a very calming um, presence to the entire community. And if you were to have access to um, the page of tributes to him, he left this entire legacy of hundreds and hundreds of, as you say, a new generation of artists who were inspired by his work and by him. Including Kehinde Wiley. Yeah, that's right, including Kehinde Wiley. Um, are there any other um, matters of uh, new business and announcements or comments on this from the commission? I'm sort of lost on my script. Um, seeing none, okay. please, may I now ask for any public comment? All right. If you are listening to this meeting via web link, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, press star 3. You put in the queue. Please press only once. Pressing it more than once will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think we need to move the screen to the instructions. Thank you. Um, we are currently on item seven. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer. If you're listening via WebEx, you will receive a 30 second audible warning. You'll be muted once your time is up. Please put your hand down after you have spoken. You may stay in the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals who are speaking during public comment periods today's meeting can email a brief summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less to arts-info at sfgov.org. However, this, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-subscribed word limit or is not accurate to the speaker's comment. Okay, now that is said, and I'm looking for any hands. Okay, there's no public comment. Public comment on this item is now closed. Thank you. I'm now calling for agenda item number eight which is adjournment. The meeting is now adjourned. Thank you. Bye, Bye everyone. Thank you. Bye. Have Thank a great you. Bye. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Take care, everyone.